Good evening. Once again, this is Eileen Apolitano with episode number 13, Conversations with Eileen. Tonight we have a very special guest. Um, he is the fire commissioner of the North Belmore Fire Department. And in anticipation of Fire Prevention Week, which starts October 3rd through the 9th, I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about initiatives that we as homeowners can do to prevent fires, um, things we don't think of. So without further ado, let's bring them on. Commissioner Ed Kraus. Hi, Eileen. Welcome to Conversations with Eileen. Thank you, glad to be here. Good to see you again. Good to see you as well. So I know that you also have another position. A couple, a couple. Like you, I'm a uh, person who can't sit still. <laughs> no, I know you can't, because I couldn't. <laughs> you were running faster, and I was trying to catch you. But you, you do something in the five towns, correct? I'm the superintendent of the Woodmere Fire District, and I also work for the county uh, through the V board as a deputy chief at the Nassau Fire Academy. Also. Oh wow! So you are a busy man. I am. I am. So you, you are the go-to man to talk about. Fire Prevention Week. And you know that a lot of firehouses have the open houses and the kids come and, you know, they, they uh, you know, they go through the, the little room with the smoke. But I think that this is a really, it's a serious um, subject. We've had some recent fires, as I'm sure you know, um, one on Prospect, I think, um, last week. Um, and uh, actually one right near our, one of our elementary schools. So this is something serious and not that we are complacent, but I think that we need gentle reminders. And I think this, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity. So first tell me, what does a commissioner do? So uh, fire commissioner, there's a board in each fire district uh, made up of, of five members who are elected by the community. Okay. Who serve as a commissioner. And they pretty much handle the finances, the administration, uh, the back end of the fire departments, the fire district end of it. Um, okay. Making sure that the tax levy is appropriate, you know, obviously to take care of all the sundry needs of the department, uh, purchasing the equipment, uh, buildings, maintenance, dispatching, um, simple things, making sure the bills are paid so the lights stay on in the firehouses, okay. things like that. Yeah. Everything in the back office end of it is responsibility of, of a fire commissioner. But you also did serve. I mean, you you were active as a volunteer fireman. I was. I was chief uh, right before I became commissioner. I went right from chief. Okay. To well, first, thank you for your volunteerism, because as we know, um, our fire departments on Long Island are volunteer positions. And I know that there's many times that you have to run out of the house uh, and maybe in the middle of dinner or, you know, doing something with your boys and you have to run. So we get that and we appreciate that. Um, it's a job I know I couldn't do. So I thank you for doing it. Oh, my pleasure. And when you hear my address, I know you will be here quickly. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so let's talk about what are some of the things that people forget to do to protect their homes so the most simple thing you could possibly do eileen is uh make sure that you have 
working smoke detectors uh, at the minimum on every level of the home. Okay. Um, believe it or not, majority of, of fatal fires where there are fatalities, uh, they find during investigation stages that people didn't have operable smoke detectors in the home, whether it was a dead battery, whether they never replaced it or never put them in, in the first place. Um, very simple, very simple, you know, and they're, they're cheap enough. Now we actually normally, most of the departments, my own uh, included with North Belmore, mm -hmm. we usually give them away during our fire prevention open house. You know, this way, if anybody needs one, here you go. We, you know, the cost for us is minimal. Right. The impact on saving lives is tremendous. Um, right. And now they make them where they're both smoke and carbon monoxide detectors and they're 10 year batteries in there. So you don't even have to change them. You just test them twice a year, make sure they're operating correctly. That is number one when it comes to fire prevention and fire safety in the home. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I actually didn't know that it was recommended to have one on every level. And I live in a split. So I have to make sure that I have one, one, one two, three, four levels. Yeah. You should, uh, state law. You actually have to have them on any floor where people are sleeping, you know, uh, the floors that are tenable. Mm -hmm. Supposed to have one on any floor that has a heating plant so we, you know the same floor as oil burner your gas heater or whatever it may be but right. you can honestly never have too many i mean right you know inside the bedroom outside the bedroom this way you know you it goes off for a reason you get that early alert people can evacuate and you know property and, and belongings can be replaced people can right and you bring up a really good point about um they've now combined them fired uh smoke detectors and carbon monoxide I actually had an incident um, several years ago when my daughter was across the street at the Woodland Middle School and we had, you could, it was a weird smell. It was during the day. Thank God it was during the day because if it was at night, you and I would not be having this conversation. Really scary. Um, and the police came and evacuated me and, and my dogs and, um, my daughter was right across the street and it was really nice. The vice principal came over to make sure that we were okay. Um, but that's the silent killer, right? hundred percent. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. You'll never even know. Yeah. You, that's it. You're gone. So that, that's a really, really good point. Now is North Belmore having a open house? Um, so, uh, I don't think we're going to be hosting one this year. Unfortunately, we, we didn't last year either due to the, uh, the pandemic. Right which is, it's terrible because we really do get a tremendous turnout from the community. A lot of people come out and enjoy the day. Right, right. See what the fire department does. I know East Meadow does a, a tremendous one as well. I've been to a yes. few times. Um, same goes for the schools. We, we have a program where we normally send uh, a group of fire prevention mm -hmm. uh, people from the department to the various schools and they'll go through with grade level appropriate curriculum and bring them all through that safety trailer, the smoke trailer and teach them right, how to be right. safety and what to listen for and, uh, about having exit drills in the home, and we haven't been able to do that either. So we actually created a uh, a video um, oh, last year. Yeah, we we hired a production company to come in and film a video with our fire inspector and uh, a couple of young uh, volunteers that helped out, and uh, we distribute that to the school. So at least the kids are still getting some, you know, fire prevention curriculum, even though we can't do it live due to uh, the lovely COVID. <laughs> You're not kidding. Uh, you know what? I do remember um, all the years that I went and I took the kids. Uh, one of the things that stuck with me was have a meeting point, right? Absolutely. So just get out of the house and get to the meeting point and, th and that's where we'll all meet up. 
Yeah, this way you can account for everybody. You know, uh, the acronym is EAT IT, exit drills in the home, you know, and you, you practice it, you know, especially with families with small children once a month, what have you, you know, go through the, the procedure this way. They know two ways out of every room. You know, that's the idea. We want two means of egress so that if your main door to your bedroom or what have you is, is compromised by fire, you could find a window to get out and safely and regroup outside, whether it's a neighbor's house or a landmark, you know, over on the, uh, the block so that everybody can be accounted for and let the firefighters do their jobs. And that makes a very good point. Yes, let's get everybody out safe. So we know that the volunteer firemen and women, because there are women. Firefighters, um, I mean firefighters. Firefighters, I like that. Can go in and, and do the job. So I, I kind of knew that we weren't going to be having as many open houses. And this is something that is very important to me. And I've spoken about this before. Very good friend, um, several years ago, had a house fire. I was her first call, and all she said was, Eileen, I need you. And the kids and I jumped in, in the car, and I was never so happy to see my friends. Of course. Of course. You're talking about uh, a major traumatic experience for anyone. And interesting, the it was right before the holidays. The fire started from an ornament on her lawn. Wow. It was a short, and I have since learned that um, a, a short of that nature will take the path of least resistance. 100%. I know that. Are you impressed? Are you I impressed? am very impressed. I am very um, I'm going to bring and, you to co-teach my next class at the academy. <laughs> um, and it went directly into the, um, the wiring, mm -hmm. and it went up into the soffit, and it went over the ceiling. So the fire actually came down. Oh, wow, and, okay. And that, and that was, uh, listen, any fire is bad, um, but they, they had a ranch and it was a total devastation. Oh. And well, so, listen, they all got out safely, no one was, was hurt, right? No one was hurt. They, they, I took the kids with me, um, I, I took their dog with me and it took my husband's, uh, my friend's husband, a couple of hours um, with black garbage bags and shovels before he realized, I can't do this. This yeah. is this is a devastation. He was like, no, 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 I can, I can do this. I can clean this up. I can clean this up. And it just, he was so devastated. He couldn't, he couldn't even see the magnitude and it was, as I said, it was right before the holidays and they were displaced for a year. Oh, I believe it. I, it's, you're talking major, uh, you know, even if you're able to safely get out, talking fire can cause a lot of damage and devastation. It takes a long time to rebuild. You know, that's right. why it's important to be proactive and not reactive and try to <laughs> mitigate uh, the, the potential. And that's exactly why I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to be proactive. I want to get this information out to people. So it's a reminder. It's not, oh, that'll never happen to me until it happens to you. And then you're, you, you, you don't know what to do. So we know that we need um, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors on every level. That's check one. Okay, what's another check? Uh, simple things, common sense that that you know sometimes people neglect. Uh, surge protectors, for example, you know people like to plug six, seven things into a surge. Right. Protector. Not always the best idea. 
you know, depending on what you're plugging in there, uh, again, to bring it back to that electrical concept, you could be overloading the surge protector, overloading the outlet, overloading that circuit, you know, and, and seen plenty of fires started, you know, with a smoldering, overheated uh, or shorted surge protector. You know, you want to put one or two things into that that need to be protected, the TV, the computer, what have you, fine. But don't overload. Same thing with extension cords. People tend to use them permanently. Extension cords are meant to be used temporarily. Right. Not meant to be permanent uh, ex extension cords for appliances and things that are having a large draw. And uh, that happens. Fireplaces, another one. You know, people don't uh, think that they need maintenance. They should have their chimney and the flue cleaned regularly. We used to go to yeah. tons of chimney fires, to, to be honest with you, because people, oh, I haven't cleaned it in 20 years. Yeah, well, creosote builds oh, no, up. No, 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 no. I, if you can see right behind me. That's what made me think of it. That's what made me think of it. it. I saw the fireplace back um, there. You know? I have it uh, serviced every year. Okay, good. Um, because I like to use it. Mm -hmm. And I I like to have my children here with me. Right. And so it's it's definitely something that I've gotten into a routine. And I think that's maybe a really good point is unless we make it a routine, um, fire prevention week is just a great time to remember to say, oh, you know what? It's time for me to do my checklist. Yeah. Make a checklist for yourself. Make sure your batteries are changed. I mean, you know, all, all those all those things. Um, I also know that, uh, we're, listen, we're going into the winter season and we're going to be turning our heat on. Um, oil burners? 100%. Yeah. Uh, we actually... Tremendous amount of carbon monoxide uh, alarm calls that we get are caused by oil, oil burners and, you know, what's called a puffback. And generally that's because the oil burner wasn't properly cleaned, wasn't properly right. maintained. You know, they're firing up for the first time on a cold night or what have you. And next thing you know, the alarm's going off and we go in with uh, multi-gas meters, you know, that, that are very sensitive and can give yeah. you a particulate uh, percentage. And you know, they start going off and you have a good smoke condition and a toxic uh, carbon monoxide filled environment because of something that could have been prevented, you know, just bringing in your, your oil burner uh, maintenance person to, to right. clean, you know, clean it and make sure it's ready for the season. Simple step to be proactive and, and avoid having to deal with uh, the bad side of it. And, you know, for people that um, don't have a contract, I don't have a contract. Um, I can say that uh, having a yearly maintenance, um, is not expensive. Um, I just put a new oil burner in uh, last year. Um, it got to the point where I was advised, I don't feel comfortable servicing this anymore. And I think you, you've got to pull the trigger, which means it's you know, put that credit card in. Um, and so I did. But I do know that even though it's a new unit, I want to make sure that it's safe. It's me and the kids in the house. And it's it's just something that we need to do. And as a matter of fact, you said puffback. That's exactly what happened yep. um, to me. It was a puffback, and it was such an unusual smell. Oh, it's 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 acrid. It's nasty, and yes, that it's you know the, the carbon monoxide, and it is deadly as well. Yes. Well, I'm I'm glad that I that I made that call. Um, also, with the holiday season coming, you mentioned extension cords. Don't do it, people. Uh, so even as a kid, my parents' house actually went on fire. Um, oh, wow. Christmas lights one year. I'll never forget it. I was about 14. And uh, similar to your friend's story, I'll, I'll never, ever forget that. Uh, fire department was there very quickly. 
I guess that was my first alarm that I responded to, even though I was already there, you know, uh, and a kid. But um, yeah, a number of fires every year. Uh, big one is actually Christmas trees. People who uh, celebrate Christmas and go in and get themselves live trees um, need to make sure that they're watered properly, that they're not using, you know, they, they should be using LED bulbs on them now because they don't generate the same heat as incandescent. Okay. Uh, things dry up and they burn quickly. I've Yes. To a number of fires that quickly consumed uh, a home due to a, a dry Christmas tree and just a short or a hot bulb or, you know, um, yeah, too close, something like that. I've, I've actually seen the videos um, where trees, I mean, it, it's like that. Every year, uh, the Nassau Fire Academy does a demonstration along with News 12 and usually the county exec and the V board yeah. come out. And uh, they'll they'll burn a tree just to kind of give everyone that that safety reminder in the Christmas season that if you want to have a live tree that's fine make sure it's adequately watered and you're taking the right precautions because it will decimate a house. Sure. It's scary. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was what are the things that people should have in their home? So um, I have the old fire extinguishers, the um, the aluminum ones. If there was a fire, and I I couldn't lift it up. It sounds so, like you have a two and a half gallon pressurized water can, Eileen. Um, okay, what you, do I do with it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll take it. It's it's usually the nice ornaments inside of my office. I have a couple. Um, it's yours. <laughs> they do make uh, homeowner friendly extinguishers. You know, smaller ones. There's a number of brands out there, and they have an expiration on them. You know, they'll they'll have a date okay. stamp on it that it's good for so many years. And they're smaller. And the idea is that if you do have a very small idea of a very small fire, right, um, that you're utilizing it properly, the right extinguisher for the right type of fire. You know, there's there's multiple classes, A, B, C, D. Um, and you want to have the right extinguisher for the right fire. So maybe one in the kitchen near the stove, should you have a grease fire on the stove or in the oven, so you could taint a small fire there. You know, it wouldn't hurt to have another one down by the, uh, the fireplace in your case, another okay. one down by the oil burner. You know, on the stairs, maybe by the oil burner emergency switch. Okay. Keep in mind that you're only talking about a very, very, very small fire that the average person should attempt to uh, extinguish with one. Right. Right. Call, which actually leads me to my next uh, comment. When there's an emergency, you should know your fire department's phone number because my understanding is, and you you correct me, if we call nine one one. You're actually delaying response to you. Is that correct? It is. It's not a tremendous delay, but it's uh, listen. Seconds matter in this uh, in this industry. Um, so each fire department does have their own emergency number. We uh, we all generally send out various mailings throughout the year with that information, with phone stickers and you know, okay. magnets and things like that, so everybody knows who their fire department is and how they can go right to the fire department uh, dispatcher. Um, and it does save time because if you call 911, that goes actually to the police dispatch operation center, and then they have to take the information and they'll start a, you know, a police officer responding over, which is awesome. And we appreciate everything they do, but now that information has to be transferred to the fire dispatcher and, uh, you know, toned out so that the firefighters can respond appropriately as well. So if you do call directly, if you want the fire department for either fire or EMS, every department has their own, uh, hotline emergency number. And I a hundred percent agree that. People should know it and uh, be able to, you know, 
store it in your cell phone and just keep it on the favorites. And God forbid you yeah. need the department, you click it. I used to love the stickers. I would put them on the inside of my cabinet mm -hmm. um, because it was it was just always there. So um, do you know the North Bumwell Fire Department number? I do. I, I do. It's uh, 781-9200. Okay, people. 781-9200. I'm going to make sure that I post that. Um, and you, you know what? You always bring a wealth of information, and I have the highest regard for all that you do, and I thank you so much. So I always like to give the last word. Is there anything um, that you think that we missed? Um, any any Anything else that you would like to add to the conversation? No, I think we covered a, a number of, of great fire prevention topics, Eileen. Um, I mean, we could sit and talk for about hours, but you know, the big thing we, we teach the kids for the last, uh, I guess, 10, 15 years, the new thing is stay low and go. We want them to, to stay low, get down low and get out of the house. And it doesn't just apply to kids. It applies to uh, to everyone, you know, stay under that smoke, get out of the house, get the fire department there, let them do their job, you know, and, and help take care of the situation safely. Um, and, you know, uh, I think I speak for almost all the firefighters in the in Nassau County area where I say, you know what, everybody, we're very passionate about what we do. And, uh, you know, we, we love to serve the communities and help everybody and just like you're trying to do as well. Oh, thank you. Well, I can say um, on behalf of our community, thank you. Um, I think it takes a special person to to do these things. Um, I know that I, I couldn't do them. And so I rely on individuals like you and, and all the other firefighters that uh, put their families sometimes second um, to run out of the house, to be there for someone else. And, and, and you know, they, they don't even know. They just know, uh, you know, my beeper's going off. It's it's call to duty, and I have to go. That's it. When it's time, it's time. When the bell rings, the bell rings, you know? The bell rings, the bell rings. All right. Well, Commissioner Ed Krause, my friend Ed, like to call him also. Thank you so much. I I really felt this was an important topic, um, especially with Fire Prevention Week being October third through the ninth. Now I understand it's really the entire month. Is that correct? Well, you know what? We actually have a saying that fire prevention is all year round. I like that. But October, yeah, it's it's uh, and then usually a week where everybody really focuses, and you'll see a lot of uh, information coming out via social media and. You know other media outlets about it during the actual fire prevention week but we like to say it you know it's it's every day all year it's 365 you know 24 7. that's right and people get fire extinguishers get your smoke detectors and uh let's have a good holiday season and keep everyone safe you be safe my friends okay you i look too. forward you too thank you so much i look forward to, to seeing you. you absolutely all righty all right. Well, you have other things that you have to do. I'm running to another meeting now, but uh, always time for you, Eileen. Thank you so much. Yo. All right. Commissioner Ed Krause, thank you so much. You stay safe, and I will see you soon. Be well. Thanks, Eileen. I love to the family. Will do.